New Sean Mendez is fire. Where's Rob? Guys, just try not to um, talk about anything about your life until life updates or Rob will get upset. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he's such a stickler for that. Mm. New batch tonight, though, as well. Do you believe it? Don't, don't watch that. I had no idea that was coming up. Me neither. I just learned tonight. I'm hitting the Peloton <clears throat> after we get finish recording here. Really? Yeah. Damn. Good for you. I made to wake up early this morning. I just couldn't do it. Today's a rest day. Yeah. I was what, so tired this morning. What time did you have to wake up, John? I woke up at 6.30. I, I wanted to wake up at 6, but I just didn't. Couldn't pull the trigger. Hmm. Eight on the dot. If you're not early, you're late in my book. Do you believe that um, people are getting snow? Yeah, that's Who is? wild. Who is? Rangeley got dumped on. Western Mass. Ooh. Well, it's, what, it's 45 here and it's raining. I mean, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So I was doing. Andrew, I have a, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I have a quick uh, logistical question on the li public library. When I go online and I put a hold on a book, they'll just notify me when it's ready? Yeah, they'll send you an email. Great. That's all I want to know. The fact. I, I can't believe you're just getting to the library game now. It, it is one of the treasures of the city. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're joining them. Yeah, you know, how about instead of criticizing my time, we just yeah, say better yeah. late than never. You know, I just paid a nine dollar fine of late fees. At the nine dollars. <laughs> oh, from years, but it's very easy to pay. So if you ever need to, you know what they said, and this is very years, um, a little upsetting, but also nice. They're like, and you don't have to pay it all at once. If you want to pay it in installments, that's totally fine. I was like, nine dollars in installments. I was like, I'll, I'll do the whole thing. Wait, so. <laughs> Do you own the book now, or what? What's the? Uh... No, there's. This is many books that were t returned a little bit late, and it adds up over. You know, I've had a library card since I moved to Boston after college, so that's. Oh my gosh! And they, you've had that many late returns. Well, I just had to renew my card for the first time, and so when I renewed it, they said, <laughs> "You know, you have some fines here. If I don't know if you'd like to pay them," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll pay them." <laughs> I don't know if you'd like to pay them. Unbelievable. And they're also, for your knowledge, Welcome. redoing the new, re redoing the library on Adam Street. So, oh boy, so okay. it's clo Thanks closing for down. Us, Rob, not sure. eating cereal or whatever you're eating. Well, let's not uh, spend too, let's not spend too much time talking about personal things. It's a F1 podcast, as Rob likes to remind us. Yeah, nobody wants to hear about us. Okay, Rob, uh, John, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so welcome everyone to Pod zero 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 four one. This is to recap the Spanish Grand Prix, which took place in Barcelona. Which I, I didn't know. This may be the last uh, for a while that we have a race in Spain. So I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, we have the full crew on the pod tonight. We've got Charlie. We've got Rob. Who came a little late, and Andrew, who is making some uh, DJ noises currently. We could we couldn't get together all in one room. I know that's preferred, but what we are able to do is to record the day after the race. So this is going to come 
rapidly at you in your on your phone. So please enjoy. Uh, and I guess now we do. Oh, now I go back to agenda point one, which is banter. <laughs> we, already, we already covered off banter. Um, <laughs> banter complete. <laughs> That's where Rob usually yells at us yeah. for banter. Okay, so um, yeah, interesting. I want to dive. Let's go off agenda here real quick. I want to <laughs> dive into uh, your point there. I was just reading up on that. That obviously Vietnam is entering the race calendar next year, and speculation that there's going to be a Dutch Grand Prix. And they've already confirmed same number of races, so two are getting cut. And Ooh. I heard it's it's out of the pool of um, Silverstone or the British Grand Prix, Spain, Germany, Italy, Mexico. Um, There's two, heard, obvi two obvious choices there. Yeah, I've heard Spain is already pretty much cut. Mexico's confirmed it's on the calendar, and then Germany is also probably going to get cut. That's yeah. the right yeah, I think it's, it's, That is the right call. I think it's. Yeah, well, I would cut Mexico, frankly. Yeah. No, come on. You were okay. It's a, great, uh, it's a great race. It's a fantastic race, but I see where Rob's coming from. Europe is the heart of F one racing. Let's not choose. Yeah. I, I Barcelona. Trump O'Brien, twenty twenty, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? Mexico is very close to Austin, both geographically and uh, in time and culturally. The weekend before. before. Um, it is a little unique in the like the low downforce <laughs> characteristics of the track, but I don't know. Never, I've never loved a Mexico Grand Prix. <laughs> can, we, can we discuss real quick your uh, camera angle, Rob? It's very. I feel like I'm looking straight up your nose here. Yeah, well, that's that's the knock on these Dell computers. Is the the camera is down at the junction of the clamshell? So yeah, really, they are, it's called a nostril cam. Oh, wow. He looks like the Gordon's fisherman right now. Like he just came <laughs> off the dock. Well, I did take the dog out in some really raw weather, so it is raw. It's gnarly out there. <laughs> sure. Is. Well, I'm I'm glad that those are the two. Need to get my top. jumper on. Yeah. Let's hope that the let's hope it stays that way. So you can't you cannot lose Silverstone. I don't think, and I don't think yep, you can no. lose Monza. Silverstone's putting yeah. putting up the biggest fight though. Why? They want more money. They, they have a lot of leverage. They'll get oh. money. That's a great... Everyone loves that track. The drivers love that well, track. And with Lewis as the number one <laughs> driver, you can't lose that Grand Prix. Mm. Well, okay. Well, um, as a tribute to maybe the final Spanish Grand Prix for a while, Rob, why don't you give us a little recap of the weekend, as you love to do. Try to keep well, it brief. Uh, I will. To be honest, I was playing golf with you fools on Saturday instead of watching qualifying. But it was a Mercedes 1-2. Botas had pole by, I think it was point over half a second over Lewis, which is an eternity. Lewis is second. Sebastian, Max, you know, all the big characters at the front. Um, Leclerc, Gasly, worst of the top six always. Um, but his car is good enough to get him there. Not needed. And then, then the Haases were surprisingly good. Um Seven eight, um, and, 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 uh, McLaren's were eleven thirteen. Ricardo was, I think, nine, and I don't know who was ten, but um, a little bit of a mix up because people brought updates. Good showing by Haas, so props to them. Um, and I think we were all disappointed to see Mercedes locking out the front row yet again. And in the race, 
Lewis got a fabulous start, and Botas's start kind of stunk. And Lewis never relinquished the lead that he took on the first turn. Uh, Sebastian made a charge at the start, um, and then kind of got tangled up three abreast and messed up his teammates' race, and then Max was able to pass both of them. And then there wasn't much passing in the race. Um, and so after the first turn, it was Lewis, Botas, Max, Sebastian, Leclerc, Gasly, and that's exactly how they finished. Uh, so, you know, in the midfield, there was a little bit more action. Uh, the Haas cars touched late in the race, and McLaren was able to finish eight. Uh, Haas was best of the reps at seven. The Renaults had a, dis a disappointing race. So did Racing Point. Uh, I don't know. What were the talking points of the Spanish Grand Prix for you guys? What, you know, I think the start and Botas, I know Lewis has been practicing his starts. That paid off. There was a clash between Haas drivers, uh, team on team. There was idiot Stroll running my man Norris off the track. Uh, what else? Um, so, where, yeah, go quick, ahead. Quick thing I want to dive into, just actually talking about the track itself. Which race was it a couple weekends ago where there was some chatter and criticism about the DRS zone being too long and too powerful? Was that Bahrain or is it China? Anyway, um, I will take that any day over what happened in Spain where I thought it was too short. Every lap they would talk about going down the back straight using the DRS and they always, almost always came up short and it was disappointing and it leads to these races where you go into the first corner and it's over. And uh, well, I, I hate those tracks. Spain is notorious for being a difficult to pass track. We definitely saw that at this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, and that's we, what we did. That's that's what what I'm I'm, it was, there's a, I think multiple times with the Ferraris, it was like, I'm within 0.6. Oh, he's about to do it. I am not quite close enough there. Even with DRS, every single lap, it was painful to watch. Yeah. I'm happy to see it at track, though, then, because of that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's a good proving ground track uh, because they say it's got fast corners, it's got some slow corners, got the, the pit straight is pretty long. But maybe they just do their testing there and, and don't race it. Hmm. I'm happy. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's I won't miss it. Yeah. Did anyone see the uh, George Russell quote after? God, he is the my least favorite. He, he goes, I I had a really nice pass, but I don't. I was told they didn't show it on TV. Okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> no, it's funny. All right. Wait, was he trying to be bad funny? For him. Was he? No, he, he was like kind of laughing about it. Uh, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, frankly, they should be George showing George every pass there is. Williams. He finished in 17th. Years. That might be his best finish of the year. Um, wow. There were but, two retirements, so great. <laughs> one person. Has <laughs> Kubica, Kubica finished last every race? Oh, God. Um, he is. His comeback has been a disaster. This is, that's the, that, there's, there are feel-good stories. This is the feel-bad story of the year by <laughs> far. <laughs> um, I, I, uh. I agree with you guys about so uh, Vettel gave it a run, and I was actually I was very happy to see him with a little bit of fire at the start, which I think most of us are used to seeing, and I, I think he's been lacking that in his starts this this year so far. 
And even though yeah. he, you know, ruined his tire and kind of compromised his race, I was still happy the way he pushed at the beginning. And I think if Botas had a little bit of a better start, you might have seen him in that two spot um, or even maybe in the number one spot coming out that first turn and maybe the race is different. But yeah, I'm not going to fault him. I have to give uh, props to Vettel also because he recognized that he didn't have a very good car compared to the Mercedes. And he also knew it was a difficult track to pass. And so he said in an interview, uh, if I don't, if I didn't make something happen at the beginning, it's done. I'm never going to catch him. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So he, he took a shot, didn't pay off, but that's racing, buddy. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't mind it. Yeah. He lost the podium, but at the end of the day, I'd rather him take that shot, maybe get first or second out of the first corner. And who cares about third? So, yeah, he lost that to Max, but whatever. Yeah, so I, I suppose I'll give Vettel some credit for the aggressive driving, but also not totally ruining his race. It was an overall, yeah, I agree. I liked it. But then I think we saw more of the same from Ferrari and kind of the botched, oh, not necessarily botched team orders, oh. but the team orders that seemed to come two laps too late and they're losing time by following each other too closely. I mean, they're, they're a clown. It's a clown show. Is it Jacques doing. Clear who's their chief strategist? Because it's not just like one guy. It's the whole team. They have to agree. And I, it's it's embarrassing. They don't do anything right. Well, Nothing. That's, that'd be very poor management. That they agree, everyone has to agree before they can make a split-second decision like that? That's not good. No, I'm saying that I'm saying it's not just like one en- one guy's engineer is like, no, I'm not giving up the place. There is a team strategist, and his job is to just say like, he call he calls over across the garage, he calls burning? to Vettel's engineer and says, tell Vettel to let him by. The second Vettel ruined that tire, they should have said, okay, you made your shot. Now you're going to be slower. You're obviously slower. Let him through. Let's see what yeah. he can do. And they yeah. didn't do that. And then it was like the same thing. I, I mean. I don't know if we're going to get into this later, but when they put Leclerc on the hard tires, were you, what, what were you guys thinking? I was thinking they were one-stopping him. Sam. And they yeah, may have, if not for that light, late safety car. Did he stop under the late safety car or before it? I thought he stopped before it. You're right, he did. Hamilton and then that's the why I, got it. That's why I, when, they, when he stopped before it, that is when I said, these guys are the biggest idiots I've ever seen in racing. <laughs> well, Andrew, they didn't know there was going to be a safety car. But th- why would you put him on hards then? If yeah, you're going to do a two-stopper, then why would you put him on hard? I don't know. Maybe yeah, they weren't. Maybe, maybe they were hoping it would last longer, and then they saw yeah. the data and realized it wouldn't. I mean, you heard Verstappen immediately goes, there's no way he's going to last. <laughs> so, look, uh, I think we've got to give a little car- Ferrari a little credit for trying to mix it up. What? Yeah. You know, because Vettel was on the medium strategy, and he was going to two-stop. And they were they were in fourth and fifth. Throw throw a gamble out there. Ferrari's too proud to be racing for fourth and fifth. I, I don't I don't mind the I didn't mind the hard gamble. I do I do mind them when um I, I guess it was Leclerc or whoever radioed in and was like, What's the deal? And the engineering teams were giving like different answers and stuff. Like they they're not on the same page at all. It's crazy. They need a clean house. Yeah, is this Benotto's fault? Yes, Fish rots at the head. That's what they say. But he's uh, definitely I, his fault. Is it go higher up? Because this happens every year. It's <laughs> right. Another way up. I don't know. I don't know. 
they don't have a good strategist. I, I, Bonotto's the engineering guy. That's his background. Well, the one guy died, right? All, all the way to the top? Yeah, he's yeah. dead. Yeah, he's dead. But you he can't blame him. He wasn't called. Yeah, Maybe that's the him. problem. And we cannot blame he's Maria. Dead. We can't blame he's Maria Bene, And we can't blame the head. Um, Sergio Marchione, right? Yeah, he died. I think it's their, their strategists are just, uh, they're jokes. They stink. Is it, do they need a non-Italian in there? I think so. I hate to, I hate to say it, but. Man. You know, there's, there's one Italian who's right for this job, who will go in there being totally no-nonsense, and he goes by the name of Gunther. <laughs> so, I, I, I can't. Is it Gunther, a German? Yeah, but no, he's, he's, he's Italian. Italian, though. He's Italian. He's a German-Italian? Something like that. I, I don't think he's Italian. Gunther Stein? Like, he went to some Austrian or German place in the summers or some something. Of, some I of those uh, northern Italian places are basically uh, German. He's, he's an Ita- he's holds an Italian passport. He's an Italian. Yeah, he's born from in Bolzano, Italy. Yeah, he lives in Mooresville, North Carolina. It's just Can you imagine him just going in there and calling Vettel a wanker on day one? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's needed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be perfect. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, now we've kind of stumbled our way into the... Andrew, do you want to talk about what Ferrari needs to do? Is there anything left? Is there... What is it? What are their... I think they've got to reassess their aims for the 2019 season. First, uh, I a couple that's things. Bad. Number one, I, I mean, I don't think they. I think they've already done that. I think that's 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 out of the way. What are the new aims? I think the new aim is to um, have make sure that both of their drivers beat Max Verstappen. So try to. It looks like Max might even finish above both of them right now. So they need at least one, if not both, to finish ahead of them in the driver standings. Um, Ideally, they get. I think if they could pick up maybe two wins on the year, that would be a success. Uh, mm-hmm. How about finish above third place for once? That might be nice. And then I think what I read, which is very troubling, is that um, I think we talked about this in one of the pods, but how they designed their front wing differently and it's kind of screwing them. That seems to be coming to fruition, and I'm a little bit worried about that. And hopefully, they can adjust, but. Um, Benotto gave no confidence. He just said, "Yeah, but could be. We really don't know what's going on. We're losing time in every turn." And so I'm, I'm, I'm really at a loss right now. I think I, I think you're setting your your goals a little low there. I think they can get more than more than two wins. Um, and I know Max is coming on strong now, but I think they'll both beat him. I think that will be a really good fight, though. Like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people are complaining about the season, but if you focus on Lewis versus Botas, that's great. And then yeah. and then Max versus Ferraris, I mean, that's that's high drama. I mean, I'm all for that. So, yeah, I think I, I, I agree. I think they'll figure some of this out. I mean, yeah, the front wing, I think they missed the mark there. We none of no one on this pod can in, uh, intelligently say that they're totally screwed for the season. They could come with a new front wing and figure it out. So I'm not too concerned about it. It's my biggest problem is that it seems like it's just them two battling each other, but not really battling every race. They're not. He's no. not. He's not, uh, Leclerc and Vettel. Well, it's not like really they're battling anybody else. They're just stumbling well, over Max. each other. Yeah, but I guess there was that one battle with Max. But otherwise, it's just been the two Ferraris just kind of, you know, 
knocking knees. Different tire, different tire strategies. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> All right, let's not. So, so Andrew, I do think that there's. I've read something about Ferrari going for a high efficiency, low drag setup, starting with their front wing, and Mercedes going for a high downforce, higher drag setup. And it does seem like Mercedes is working better. I think there's no change in the regulations for 2020. No significant changes. So the question is, in my mind, does Ferrari think about kind of debuting a new car in September and salvaging the second half of the season and getting a good start on the 2020 car in season? Um, the second thing I wanted to say is, yes, it has been disappointing for Ferrari, but they did look dominant in Bahrain, and they also looked quite good in Baku. So, two out of the five races, you would say their car could have won, but for driver error or mechanicals. So it's not. It's not yeah, like that's. I mean, that's that's true, and I and I appreciate I appreciate you mentioning that. I, really <laughs> I don't want you jumping off any buildings tonight. Okay. I forgot about Leclerc's engine just basically failing him. That he definitely should have won that one. I mean, and then you're him, the coolest young driver on your And squad. him crashing into that wall. He should have two victories. And if, if, he, if he's sitting here week five with two victories, I'll tell you what. I'm a different and man. And now Andrew's, <laughs> Andrew's all back now. <laughs> that that, that'll make that pass in turn one. And we got three victories? Oh, two man. Two victories. Shoot. We'd be three and two right now. Okay. I'm back. I'm in. Good. Thanks for the pep talk. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about your teams? I know Rob. Wait, I, quick, quick question: As it stands now, what's the driver standing? Is it's Lewis, Botas, Max, then Vettel? Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's like one point difference. Uh, two points, and then another seven down to Charles. Hmm. It's uh, close. This is, is, is going to be nice. I think it's a real Good. close race. And then a disturbing. Uh, let me just uh, thirty-six to Casley. <laughs> he who should not be named. That's so yeah, I'll, good, t- I'll talk about my finish. team. Yeah, yeah go, go. go for it. Go go go. Uh, team McLaren, named after Bruce McLaren. Uh, currently sitting fourth in the constructors. Still, uh, pretty nice finish for Signs and eighth. What does eight, eighth position play? Pay four points. <clears throat> I think so. Uh, um. You know, I I think they were happy with their upgrades coming in, that they brought to Spain. I think the Renault engine is pretty decent for them. I think they've got a pretty decent car concept this year. Um, they definitely took a step back from... I don't think they... Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say they took a step back. Other teams took a bigger step forward in Spain, notably Haas. Um but I think that McLaren is still right up there in the top of the midfield, and it's still really close. And I, they give me hope every race that they're going to be best of the rest, which I think is the most they can hope for at this point. Um, they were one position away in Spain, and that was even with them, both drivers kind of messing up and qualifying and, and not even making the top 10 shootout. So I'm pretty happy. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be if I were you. I think they, I think they showed a lot of pace. I was impressed. I'm, I continue to be impressed by McLaren. I think, I think you've got a lot to be 
to look forward to. Um, way more than Renault. Maybe we can talk about them. Yeah, I, I was just going to say the whole the whole midfield battle is going to be awesome this year. We have just a quick standings update. McLaren has 22 points. Woo-hoo. Racing Point has 17. Haas has 15. Would, uh, just a quick note. That Racing Point point total is hugely inflated by Perez's, what was it, fourth in Baku. They, besides from that one-off finish, they've done, done quite poorly this season. Points are points. Uh, Alfa Romeo has 13. Renault has 12 in eighth place. And uh, Toro Rosso has six in ninth. Oh and then Williams gosh. obviously has zero. That is um, embarrassing. Yeah, so I, we can start wherever we want. One, we could we could probably talk about how embarrassing Renault is. They talk yeah. of they talk about themselves as the fourth best team, but that's embarrassing. Um, Haas had a pretty good race, but it might be time to let uh, Grosjean go. McLaren, uh, not McLaren, uh, Magnussen routinely outperforms him, and I think they need a better driver to. I think they could take down McLaren over the course of the, the year if they had a second consistent driver. Um, but yeah, happy to go anywhere. So did, I think Grosjean did out-qualify Magnussen. Pretty sure about that. But then Magnussen passed him at least at, during the restart, that, after the restart. Correct. Grosjean started in 7th. Magnussen started in 8th. Uh, Magnuson picked up a spot, and Grosjean dropped three spots over the course of the race. Yeah, I think doesn't have it. They 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 did have some contact, and Gunter said he pulled both drivers aside right after the race before they could say anything that they would regret, and they cleared the air. And I don't know, Magnuson. I think he's an a hole driver, um, and Grosjean has a, like a life coach. Does he? <laughs> Yeah, he's got a psycho. He has a psychological coach. A lot of athletes. That's what you want. A guy driving a car 200 miles. I think they all do, though. Maybe not to the need of Grosjean, but they all have like their their uh, corner man. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's a good combo for to have those two personalities in the same garage. Fair enough. Agreed with that. Totally agree with that. I think it was that his first point, Grosjean. Was was this race maybe? Um, but yeah, he's oh, yes, yeah, that's true. Oh, you're right. Yeah, terrible, absolutely terrible. Uh, I agree. I think they got to cut him loose. I, I I agree with Rob. I think Magnuson is um, a little bit insufferable. He's very annoying, but he is, I think, a good driver, skilled. Um, yeah. Racing point. I I mean, you you can't. They're not gonna stay in fifth. They're definitely gonna drop. I think Rob is right. They they have that one. What does fourth get you? How many points? Twelve. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, so I yeah. 12. Besides that, they have they have three other points or five other points. Sorry. Um, but McLaren. I mean, I think they're solidly in in the fourth spot. Best of the rest. Yeah, they look good. Uh, at what point do, does Ricardo and Hulkenberg start to get pissed off and lash out in the media? We saw they started. They started a little bit uh, this past weekend with Ricardo blaming the tire strategy. Did he? Yep. <laughs> It could uh, get messy over there. Yeah. What, what did he say? Ha- honeymoon is he, over. He there, said he he had passed Science. They were both. They started right next to each other, and he had passed Carlos Sainz uh, right before they both pitted. Science was put on the medium. He was put on the hard tire. Came out. Science passed him immediately, and then they finished. I think five spots apart from one another, and he was pissed off. He's like, "I was ahead of him at one point. What happened?" 
Oh boy. Yeah, fair, fair question. I don't blame yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, well, I do blame him actually because he picked that team. So whatever, that's on it. <laughs> um, my mom is not happy with how Renault is is going this year. Pam Sabo is upset. She wants the best for uh, Danny Rick, mm. and uh, oh, she just wishes he was winning a little bit. He's doing a little bit better, and he's she's quite she's quite upset about it. Becky is very late to the party, but yesterday I think she watched five episodes of Drive to Survive, so she's a, uh, another huge Ricardo fan. Everyone loves Ricardo after that show. Yeah, I mean, gosh. best rare move he ever made. Yeah, but now he ruined it. Now he's never shown. Really, it's what an idiot. Ugh, what a dummy. <laughs> it was a it was a poor move. Did anyone see um, the on the grid uh, by any chance before the race? Missed it. Oh my! It was so painful. They had Jensen Button and oh. the other old old dude trying to interview Neymar. They saw Neymar on the grid. Oh my gosh! And they had, they tried to ask him if Lewis would let him drive the F one car, and all he said was Lewis, um, best friend, Lewis. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Was it the old guy who wears kind of tighter pants than he should and thinks he's funny, but he's not? He, Martin Brundle, I think. Yeah. Who they have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, Lewis, best friend, Lewis. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> that was good. Hmm. Um, okay, let's keep going here. So, new set, new segment or addition of the pod. We're going to go to our fan questions. So, yeah. a lot of questions were racked up this week. We're going to address one at a time here. And the first one I thought was worth discussion was a little bit more about tire strategy. Obviously, we have our resident tire expert. Um, but some of the questions out there, why did they put hards on Leclerc and Ricardo when those seemingly sucked on the track? How did the safety car help hurt pit strategy? Um, and so, yeah, Rob, take it away. And I'd like you to start with way at the beginning when Pirelli comes out with the tire allotment and then how teams choose from there. Sure. So... Uh there are five types of tires over the course of the season. C1 is the hardest. C5 is the softest. And to any given race, Pirelli will select three of the compounds. Usually they're consecutive. Spain, it was C1, C2, C3. Those are the three hardest compounds in the range. And then the drivers of the teams really get to select <clears throat> what you do with your 13 sets of tires. So do you want 10 softs and two mediums and one hard? Or what's your, you get to mix and match. The only constraint being you have to take at least one set of each compound. So you could do 1-1-11 one, one, uh, if you wanted. That would be the most extreme. Um, <clears throat> then you get to use the tires during practice and during qualifying. After each session of practice or qualifying, you have to start turning in sets. And I don't know off the top of my head uh, what you have to turn in after each but kind of you use it and you give it give it back so you when the race starts you don't have all 13 sets left in the in the garage you have I, I wouldn't maybe five sets um, and so you have to think about how you want to use the tires you want to save a lot of your softest tires for qualifying when you're not going it for a long distance on them because a softer tire is faster grippier but gets like used up more and you have to change it more uh, faster so the idea is 
use your softest tire for qualifying. Then maybe you, the medium was a very good race tire in Spain. It was a good combination of durability and grippiness. Um, and one of the big things with tire strategy is how many pit stops you make. Because you could do like a soft, medium, soft, or a soft, soft, medium. That's three sets of tires used during the race, two pit stops. Yeah, Charlie? So it doesn't Pirelli normally come out during the weekend and tell the teams the optimum strategy for this weekend is two stops where you go soft, medium, soft, and an alternative strategy if you want to be different than everyone else is do the medium tire and try to run the hard for the rest. So they give you an approximation, and then obviously the teams are also doing tons of calculations. Yeah. My sense of it is that Pirelli kind of does that for viewers. Um, and that the teams have, have their own data on how their car runs the tires. And I've found that the teams are much more conservative in, they, they will not push the tires. So they have to do fewer stops. So Pirelli may say the optimal pit stops are two stops, no matter what, and then give you two, two samples with pit stops. And then you'll see many teams just doing one stop Pirelli favors their their scenarios favor driving hard hitting more frequently but driving the tires harder and faster and i think that the teams don't agree with pirelli on that optimal strategy but yeah pirelli does come out with some stuff and that you can see, see it at the beginning of the grand prix so so to get back to this weekend ferrari and Renault must have seen something in their data that they thought they could legitimately do one stop on the uh, run the softer medium for the first stint and then switch to hard and try to go to the end. Otherwise, it's inexplicable, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I would say yes, but it, it's it's not totally inexplicable. They also could have been out of softs or mediums. I, I know for a fact they weren't, at least in <laughs> Ferrari's case, but uh, that's an explanation. Like, you, you might just, you might sure. only have... And you have to, and here's another thing in the race, you have to run two different compounds. So you can't just run soft and soft, or you can't just run medium and medium. You have to switch it up. Um, so that's when Max did soft and then soft, everybody said, oh, we know he's going to stop again because he has to. The rules mandate it. Um, but I think that the hard was <clears throat> a choice driven by an attempt to one stop that race. Yeah, and then obviously the the safety car factors into it because you can never plan for the safety car, of course. Although there were some funny tweets between uh, Norris and Signs, we should get to those. Um, but the safety car slows everyone's overall speed down, so when you do pit, you're not losing as much time in the total scan uh, scheme of the race. Here, you still have to do the twenty second pit, pit delta, but uh, you can come out maybe not as far back as you would otherwise in the whole the whole scheme. So that's, a I feel like, a total crapshoot when those happen. People who try to stay out longer on those tires and push them can sometimes benefit because they'll dive right in, uh, get it done, and then come right back out. But Yeah, it's, a, it's a huge bonus to be able to pit under a safety car just because your competitors are going more slowly. Let's and that was pit. one of the interesting things about the tire strategy in Spain is that Lewis was leading the race. He had preferable uh, pit strategy, and that usually means coming in first. And somewhat inexplicably, in my mind, they pitted Botas first, 
And then during that next lap, there was the safety car. So then Lewis comes in and has a sweet pit stop under a safety car. Wow. He really lucked out there. I'm not sure that would have mattered, but... Did they know something? Was that? Wow. Wow. I mean, so think about this. Lance Stroll does drive a... And Stroll does drive a Mercedes-powered car, oh, and God. in my mind, he was the one who didn't leave room and caused <laughs> the accident. That's a joke. <laughs> We've seen crazier conspiracies. So can we talk yeah. about that? Cra- Are we uh, good with the tire? Or should yeah, we yeah, keep yeah. going down? Jump into the crash real quick. Um, so it's interesting. I think maybe Charlie also said, but... Um, it's interesting that you say that it was Stroll's fault, because when I watched it, it seemed like it was... Def- uh, definitely Norris's fault, no? And so the, the announcers seem to agree. It was absolutely <laughs> Norris's fault. I he even, was driving. He even came on the radio and apologized profusely for what he did. And then he, he said later, he said, that was meant for my team. I I drive the car. I'm responsible for bringing it home safely. Quote, it definitely was not meant for stroll. Really? Close quote. And Norris, so let's give our yeah, listeners. But that full, doesn't mean that dis- he's not saying his English said. isn't so good. Let me hold on. Let me full <laughs> disclosure. The stewards investigated it and said it was a racing incident. Neither driver was predominantly to blame. Um, what I saw was Science trying to pass on the outside. He was halfway up, not totally alongside, but halfway up alongside uh, Stroll. Norris. As they went around the right-hander, which then quickly became a left-hander, so Stroll remained ahead, a car length, half a car length, and his left rear hit Norris's front right. Uh, I'm going to leave him room. I'm going to do some research after this pod, and we're going to probably lead off next pod with this topic. I am one thousand percent sure you have criticized Max Verstappen for the same move. Just because you stick your nose in there doesn't mean you're entitled you, you to the get space. The space. Yeah, so, that's going to be tough to research, but I'd love if you did it. Listen, we I, know Rob, I, would, I, I, do it. I, can, I can tell you what the difference is between what Max did in Brazil <laughs> and what happened here. If you are alongside prior to the braking zone, you're entitled to re- maintain your position. What Max does is when the other car starts to break, he just dives into the corner. He breaks late. That's his game. Okay, well, we can watch some video together. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to get the audience feedback on Rob's play-by-play of that altercation, if, if it made any sense at all. You need to draw it out, I think. You need some so here's what the stewards said. They said that Stroll could have been more aware, could have, should have been more aware that Norris was alongside him, had established a position there, and given him more room. Norris could have, should have been aware that um, Stroll was on the racing line in the first turn, and he didn't see him, and he should have backed out. So the steward said he should have been racing a little bit more responsibly. Hmm. I disagree, but... I'm not going to throw um, One last... Oh, sorry, go ahead. John. No, go, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, just one last thing on the tire note here. The announcers continuously said Mercedes had the option of going one stop or two stop all the way up into the safety car, and they were running soft and then medium. So I don't know what they were looking at, where, where Andrew already called it out earlier, or someone called it out earlier, 
Mustafa was laughing at someone for thinking one stop was even possible, but it seems everybody was kind of confused on what the, what the actual limits were on that race. So it's also on how you drive the tire. Uh, Verstappen was in third. He was in pretty clean air. But if you're out front in control of the race and you're not driving your tire hard, it's going to last a lot longer than other situations. Verstappen said it as so matter-of-fact. It's not like he's watching uh, Leclerc drive in his mirror. He was behind him. It's not like he really knew. Okay, I think we're playing a little bit too much stock in what Matt for stopping thinks about other people's cars that he's never driven well he knew i mean he was he was dead on he was right because yeah it, it almost felt like they pulled this move and thinking that they would have enough buffer because max has stopped again like max stopped and he was literally within like six seconds when he came out and it's like of course he's gonna pass him he's on much better tires it was just it didn't make any sense hindsight's 2020 i guess but they also had, I guess, to be Max fair, they had they had those. Uh, this is the other thing that really got me upset about Ferrari. They had those two back to back terrible pit stops. You remember that? Yeah, like, yeah oh, the one yeah. guy, the one guy seemed to have a bad day. Well, it was him or his uh, his his nut gun, whatever it's called. <laughs> his, nut, his nut buddy. <laughs> the, wow, nut, the nut gun, gun was fought, misfired on two. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> rear left. What I heard was that was a. Uh, cross-threaded nut i don't know how you get we hear that all the time um i would like to add something quickly um one of our listeners is a degenerate gambler and he's been sprinkling money on just one one that i know of yeah one that i know of uh so i'd like to do an update after each race just to say if he won or lost oh yeah uh, money yeah he lost money this past race he sprinkled it on uh Charles Leclerc to win, and I to to win, yeah, to win, and I think so, and I think Botas too. Oh, so Here, here's a gambling tip and advice for the next weekend. One, it's Red Bull's track, and two, the main event is Saturday qualifying. You should really be Ooh. treating the race as a secondary event, turned into more of a social brunch. You know, have your mimosas, have your eggs, your bacon, but it's a social qualifying is much better than oh oh so, sorry wait when you say it's a it's a red bull track i thought you were like it's monaco no, it's red bulls not track to lose. yeah yeah they crush it here charlie to be clear are you saying that um our friend uh first name starts with the t should he bet on the qualifying or just yeah sorry i i, I mixed the two bet on the race and i would I say, you know, leaning for stopping. Yeah. Although he has his demons on that track. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then as you watch the weekend, Saturday is the main watch event, in my opinion. I, I would like yeah. to throw. I think we got to throw Shaw Leclerc's name in there. Oh, Born and raised from uh, what's it? What do they call Montegas? Montegas. Montagues. Montegas. I would do two two units on Max, one unit on Leclerc. I will say I would not. I would. I would. This is. It's not really a power track, and I think Mercedes has looked to have the best chassis on the grid this year. Uh, just in Spain, Max said they were looking at the data, and there was not a single corner that Red Bull was faster than Mercedes in. Scary. So I would put all of my money, and probably take out a home equity loan and put it on Lewis. 
You're going to need to. Yeah, you're moving soon. Not, not bad really? advice. What if Botox really grabs Botox? Paul? Botox yeah. is such a good qualifier. Huh. Yeah, dude. Answer that. Uh, so we'll take to live dangerously. Wow. All right, maybe so, uh, take out a second home equity loan and put that on Botox. So. <laughs> one one final data point here, which is pretty interesting I on tires from this past weekend. Nico Hulkenberg did a one-stopper and finished in 13th. Which is so not I don't, I don't know where. Well, he started at, he started 20th. He's, he did a one-stopper? Yes, he went from medium to soft. And one-stopped. And one-stopped. Mm. Okay, crazy. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah, some, something to something to to aspire to. What do you think about that, Max? Huh? I thought it was impossible. <laughs> okay, There's you can case. always find your way to. <laughs> let's let's, let's right. get into uh, speaking of home equity line of credit. Why don't we get into, Rob your uh, life updates? Yeah, life updates. Perfect. Uh, big move coming up. In... <laughs> let's talk about the move date. Month or two. At TBD. <laughs> Month or two or three. Uh, look for, look for, I, I might wait for the summer. No, I, I won't wait for the summer break. That's August. Uh, Are you going to have a, a housewarming party? And what, what's that going to look like? And will you be subsidizing lifts and Ubers from the city? <laughs> Don't know what it will look like, but there will be no subsidization. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We're gonna, we have to uh, settle on a date. Hire some movers. Definitely going professional movers. We need their crane work. Smart. Um. Then I want to get settled in as soon as possible. When I get to a hotel or a new house for a weekend, <laughs> the first thing I do is unpack. I cannot stand living out of bags or Good boxes. And uh, that'll be big priority for me is to get stuff. You have renters lined up for your current place? Yeah, actually, Annie and I were reworking the contract with them this evening uh, based on a few comments they shot our way. Oh, really? What, what were their questions or comments? I'd, like, I'd love to hear. I was like, some of them were good about, um, like, what does this clause mean about how can we certify that it's in a good, the apartment's in good condition? Are we going to do a walkthrough? And Fair. I was like, yeah, actually, we should do a walkthrough and then another walkthrough. And you, and then other questions were not so good. <laughs> like, what do you mean about <clears throat> we're responsible for contributing reasonably to the snow shoveling of the condo? Like, that's well, too vague. I think that is pretty vague, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. What do you yeah, expect them to do? Uh, contribute reasonably, like basically a th roughly a third. Oh, okay. But uh, we, as Annie memorably wrote, no one's keeping track. We're just not a professionally managed condo, so like we don't pay anybody to shovel. So, and we're not going to hire somebody to shovel quote one third of the time. So say what you mean and mean what you say. So who shovels? All <laughs> the owners. We just saw like whoever gets <laughs> up and shovels. Oh well, all the okay, owners are so the renters. Yeah, we're yeah. saying the renters like you got to act like you got to act like owners here and do some of the shovel shoveling. Okay, they okay. Guy, don't I, be I, an a hole and contribute. End of story. You should yeah, write there's that no professional. Me. There's no professional management who's going to shovel the sidewalk for you, I'm so you're expected to do it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Are okay. either two two females moving in? Friends? Yep. Or and they nope, don't know them. Any found them on the Craigslist killers. 
and they work in Charlestown in accounting. One of them went to BC, so it's questionable. But are they friends with each other? I would hope so. They know each other. Don't know how friendly they are. Boyfriends? We worried about that. Parties? Uh, as long as they're <laughs> respectful, they can have parties here. Cool. I remember Charlie and I used to rip it up, and uh, the <laughs> downstairs neighbor would be banging on her ceiling with a broom. But we couldn't no. hear it because we were partying too loudly. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I remember getting our, uh, back in John and I, we used to tear up Fenway. We got our uh, book club once broken up. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wild times. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, you know, hopefully that goes well. Hopefully you don't, you know, grill them too hard. I do. I don't think that's a bad question about the show, the shoveling, especially in Boston. I don't I mean, either. You, you get a lot of snow, man. A lot of snow. I'd rather them ask questions up front, to be honest. Yeah, that'd be a problem. Yeah, fair, fair. Cool. All right. Very, very legal. Very cool. John, you're up. Uh, yep, I can go. Updates. Let's see. We. Had a golf match this past weekend, the four of us on the pod. Um, we have a long-standing uh, match, Andrew and Rob versus Charlie and myself. I think Charlie and I were down um, uh, quite a few matches, and then now we've won the last two, I think. So yeah. like, we, we may be even now. Um, Not even. We're still <laughs> down, I, think. I think it's still 3-2 to or 4-2. to two, yeah. I think it's All close, right. though. It's close. It's close. Maybe 4-3, we'll call it. Whatever. 5-2. Um, Charlie and I... Went up huge to start the match. We got a little lax, and um, we were able to salvage it in the end. So, all good there. Other updates. Uh, <laughs> and by I got a little lax, you mean I couldn't hit the golf ball. Wow, I really <laughs> think you kind of short-changed Andrew and Mike's comeback. Yeah, I know. Oh, you, you had your turn, sir. Um, let's see. <laughs> Luckily, I other, to go. Other updates. Had a good, uh, we, I won't steal Charlie's thunder, but we went over Charlie's Saturday night and I, I, what, 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 what is it? May, what now? 13th. Yeah. Um, in about, uh, two months I'll be getting a new dog. So that's exciting. Oh boy. Uh, snaps. Yep. So at two months from now, I'll be having a, a dog and I'm sure I'll be asking some people on this pod to watch him slash her from time to time. Do okay. you know if it's a boy or a girl yet? No, they haven't been born yet. Do you have do you have like litter rights like second male or uh, third first overall draft selection? Oh wow! Yeah, primo. That's what you get. What are you going to be looking for in the dog in the puppy? Uh, just I'll be look yeah undercarriage, making sure everything's good. <laughs> well, there's no undercarriage on a female. <laughs> I would say there's still an undercarriage. I'd... <laughs> Anyway, all right. <laughs> okay. That's, that's good. That's it for me. <laughs> okay. Right, Andrew, you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> that's the birds and the bees with the F1 guys. All right. So, uh, yeah, as John mentioned, um, I, you missed out the, the greatest part of the match was when we're on 17th hole, we're down two. <laughs> Charlie puts his ball in the bunker. I'm I shorted the green a little bit, but basically Charlie and I are competing for the hole. Rob steals Charlie's club. <laughs> Charlie has to go back 
he's gone for you must have been gone for 20 minutes looking for this club he comes back and rob had just taken it put it in in his own bag and so charlie's mistakenly frazzled. charlie's frazzled obviously they lose the hole rob might be a might be to blame for that yep <laughs> That was, yeah. that, that was a good Fra- time. <laughs> Frazzled is an under- understatement. <laughs> it was a bit worked up. I placed a hole with Rob's club. Yeah. Charlie drove off with mine. Um, so that was, that was fun, though. That was a good time. I was actually home alone. Carolyn went home to D.C., spent time with her mother. Spa day, I believe, and some, some dinner. That sounded nice. Very nice. And then we had a lovely party after, which I'm sure Charlie will go into detail, for... Rebecca's birthday, which is a lot of fun. Beer tasting. Didn't really, um, I didn't really let people taste my beer. I just had my own. And then Sunday, we had a good basketball game. 3-0 in the year. The Rats. Oh, yep. Undefeated. Looking, looking strong. And, um, yeah, good time. Happy Mother's Day to all those mothers. Oh, darn it. Yes, happy Mother's Day. To <laughs> both babies and, and fur babies and... Um, Whatever. No, no fur babies. <laughs> um, yeah, so not too many more updates for me. It's Becky's birthday last Thursday. We had a party on Saturday. Everybody came over, had a little beer tasting, ice cream cake. It was it was a blast. Everyone had a terrific time. Talk about that. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> talk about the ice cream cake. Uh, oh yeah. So I got a little grief. So Becky wanted an ice cream cake. I went to the grocery store, bought the ice cream cake, and I didn't go out of my way to go and ask someone to write something in that gross red lettering on there. <laughs> First of all, that stuff is gross. Second totally. of all, I would have been in that grocery store for another half an hour, and from the two guys that hate grocery stores more than anything <laughs> in the world, I don't appreciate I, 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 criticism. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. However, if you buy a Carvel cake, they make it so that you can put yes. that it. It's just asking there's a, there's for a writing. Canvas. There's a blank canvas right there for you. Oh, yeah, look, a naked. blank canvas for the 12 candles I put on there perfectly. <laughs> well, what did the 12 signify? Wait. So you, I don't know. I just random them. You were you were supposed to get that writing on that cake. Yeah, you're gonna go like, find the manager who then oh goes and talks God. to the pastry person. Rob, you didn't it. It, was, it was very funny. It was very funny. If you guys good. ever make me a cake, do not. I do not want writing on it. Do not worry. Yeah. Just a drawing. Uh, yeah. So let's keep going. Mother's Day brunch. Uh, yeah, happy Mother's Day again. Um, yeah. Rats 3-0, and great basketball league. And then a uh, shout-out to one of our tradition, a long-time listener, never a first-time caller. Happy birthday to Chris O'Brien today, you know? Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, so everybody, like, yeah, everybody, maybe give him a call. He might be asleep already. But. How many years young is he? Asleep. Um, I don't think you hmm. like his age discussed on publicly <laughs> available. Favorite, yeah, he's a big born. privacy guy, so I don't think he's going <laughs> to like this. We're not asking for a social. We yeah, know we're not, not, the, Russian, the Russians are listening, okay? We're not getting an ad in the Newton patch or whatever the newspaper is. Jesus. All right. Um, Ed, you're welcome. Just save to your... Uh, <laughs> this upcoming weekend, we have the Harpoon 5-Miler. Followed by a basketball oh. game, so I hope people are tired. That is a busy Saturday, Sunday. I hope we all uh, have our stamina built up. Shoot. Um, Wait, what, what, how much delta do we have between the two events? Runs at 10, games at 3. Oh, that's good. Okay, so we can still pound a few beers after the run. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I play my best basketball with two beers a night. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Memorial Day is coming up, so that's right around the corner. That's, that's it for me. Good stuff. Good stuff.
Good luck. Yeah, we have one. We have one more uh, topic, but let's save it for next pod. Let's let's wrap. Cool. Monaco next race, right? Yes. And then Canada, where we will be live from. Oh, appreciate yes, appreciate the us. lifestyle of Monaco, and then yes, Canada. I'm really sweet. getting revved up for Canada. No, it's gonna be yeah, good. How, how dare you, Rob? We're gonna have stogies <laughs> on the track, walk to oh, the casino. Well, I can't yeah, wait to yeah, destroy yeah. our taste buds. Yeah. All those ice cream. with a zin. We won't have to walk two miles in the blistering heat <laughs> to get to our seats. Yeah, still right. a whole what a weekend. All, All right. right, good stuff. Time to boys. the peloton. Bye. See ya.